Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good of StraightOutTheDen.com. Um, I'd like to welcome you to the Straight Out The Den podcast. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Lander. Based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag-and-drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So uh, just for being a listener to today's podcast, we're going to give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D slash, um, yeah, Promo slash SODD. Sorry, had to think about it. Uh, you go there, you're going to get a free trial. That's two free MP3s of your master. Uh, so check it out. Let me know what you think. But most importantly, let Lander know that Straight Out the Den sent you. Uh, so for the past couple of weeks, we've been um, going into some very serious topics, uh, surveying. And uh, we, we even talked about uh, when it's time to start selling your music. And I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple of weeks ago, we went to talking about uh, PR and the importance of, of PR and, you know, just what you need to do as an indie artist uh, coming up right now on the scene. So today we do have a guest in the building. Um, this lady here has been doing a lot of work for some artists that I work very close with. And uh, you can tell the difference as soon as she started working. So I know that she's doing her job uh, very effectively. But uh, allow me and help me welcome Jay Michelle to the show. How you doing? I know. It's just me and her here. Okay, here we go. We're going to get some claps going. Get some claps. Yes, hello. Yeah, yeah. So how, how are you? Uh, welcome to the uh, podcast, number one. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. So I, I just want to, you know, I, I'm very good with faces. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with names. Once I'm around you long enough, I, I'll get the name and the face together. But um, I've seen you around Atlanta yeah I've seen you around um a couple of times and I believe it was maybe the first time I remember seeing you was A3C Uh of um this past well 2015 and it was for a um I think it was like a podcasting panel or something like that probably I was I was I was trying to be everywhere. Everywhere, right? Yes. And um, I know you used to, uh, you were blogging over, is it Uni, Uni Hip Hop? It was you and you and I, you which, and I. which stood for Up Next Is. Up Next Is um, Hip Hop. And so that's where my introduction um, to you came from. And so I know you, you know, things have changed for you. You've uh, branched out on your own and doing a lot of things on, on your own time now. But mm-hmm. kind of walk us through first like how did you even get into the world of PR you you, you said that you're from Compton we got a Compton resident yes I'm from Compton okay turn up turn um, up <laughs> so hold on before you get into that how do how does somebody from Compton get all the way to Atlanta I was coming to Atlanta okay I did you and I well it was up next is dot com mm-hmm. of course then I changed it to you and I but I did a um, model of the week and I posted a girl who lived in Atlanta, mm. and when I decided to come visit, she offered for me to stay with her. I stayed here for about a month. My very first visit, I stayed a month, and I just networked, and I got to know everybody that I felt like I needed to know in that period of time. Mm-hmm. And then um, I kept coming back. I came back once a year. I came That first time was a month. The second time was three weeks. The second time was two weeks and I always came around A3C time okay. so then I finally decided my third visit that I'm going to move here man I, and I, I, so I, I I planned my little move yeah got my ordered the moving truck to ship my stuff from LA to Compton to, Compton, to Atlanta <laughs> and that's how I got here 
you know, I'm just, I'm listening to you tell that story. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not too often that people make a move. Like, I mean, that's a cross-country move, you know what I mean? Like, I had a buddy of mine, well, still have a buddy of mine that, he did the opposite. He went from Atlanta to uh, L.A., yeah. right? And um, his story is so crazy, and I've told it on the podcast a couple of times, but he literally got in his car um, and drove straight. Like, I was supposed to go with him. And, um, you know, the goal was for me to drive, you know, help him drive out there. And I was going to fly back. That's crazy. Yeah. And so he hit me like, you know, the next morning, like, I was like, yo, you ready? He was like, yo, bro, I'm in like Texas. I'm like, what? And then he left you. <laughs> but it was cool. though. It was all good. <laughs> it was all good. Because I was going to do like the buddy pass back. So it oh, wasn't like, you know, it wasn't okay. like a plane ticket already um, right. purchased. But it was just like, he was like, man, I was just feeling he the need ready. to like go. Because he felt like if I would have stayed mm-hmm. another day. Yeah. He would have like, you know, had some doubts. So he just went yeah. and did it. And when when you when you plan something like that or when you just feel it like you have to go. You yeah. can't question yourself. You can't you can't ask yourself like, Well, what if or should I go and what I'm gonna do when I get there and you just gotta do it. Definitely, definitely. So now that you're you're here, um, you're floating around the city, and you say you you mainly came um, during A three C, which is a great time to network. But Definitely. now you're here, and, and you live here. You're a resident of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that you did when I moved here? When you got here, uh, the first thing I did was unpack. <laughs> okay hold on better question what's the first thing you did after you unpacked and you were settled down and it's like man now i'm in atlanta i need to make a move what was that move the, the what i felt like i needed to do was i needed to connect with the locals because okay. when i was coming here i knew um like i said i connected with one of the models and she was a dirty girl okay so i met all the industry people so i felt like i needed to connect with the locals okay you, when you go to when you go somewhere, you want everybody to know who you are. That's how I was when I was in L.A. So I felt like I needed to do that here too. Mm-hmm. So I, of course, got online, um, got on Instagram, got on Twitter, found out what was going on, what was popping. I think mm-hmm. the first major thing I went to, I went before, but living here, the first major thing I went to was Hustle and Flow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so I just started um, going to the showcases and the open mics and stuff like that and just networking with people. Yeah, absolutely. Networking is the key, right? So Definitely. You, um, and so how long from doing the uh, website uh, was the transition into PR? What was that time period? I just got into PR. Just got into PR. So let me ask you this. A, be- a better question is... Um, what prompted that move for you? Um, what made me accept the PR position was um, Div. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Div. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Div made me want to do the PR thing because they asked me to be on their team. Mm-hmm. And I think he's super dope. I really wouldn't get behind an artist that wasn't as talented as him. Because I've been asked before. Mm-hmm. And I just was like... I've been asked to manage people, too. Mm. So it's like, I was like, "Mm, I don't know. But I saw that within him that I could use my resources that I gained through networking over the past two years. Like, I know all these people, and I do blogging, and I'm out and about everywhere. But, I mean, it's not really anything that I can do with them, just Mm -hmm. the fact that I know them. 
Gotcha. And gotcha. I built the relationships with them. So now with with Div and with Johnny, I can kind of like utilize my resources and introduce them to people and get them mm-hmm. on the map. Definitely, definitely. Um, so with with that being said, and, and shout out to Div again, man. Me and Div, uh, we've done a lot of work, and, and we're still doing a lot of work uh, right now at this moment, uh, working on a project. But um, in this world of PR, because this is a, an informative podcast, and people always have those questions, like you know, getting into PR. How how if if there, there's somebody out here that want to uh, start you know, representing an artist, public uh, relations-wise, like, what's the first thing that they need to do to get into that field? You have to know everybody. And you have to not you not only know everybody, not as far as, oh, hi, I see you everywhere I go, but you mm-hmm. have to build relationships with people. And because being in public relations, you have to be connected. You can't connect your client with media and producers and journalists and, you know, stuff like this without having those relationships yeah absolutely. so you have to build relationships yourself first what's um and this may be a cliche question but for you what what is the way that you uh go by um building a solid relationship not just like you know hey i know you you know me type thing you know what it's so easy i don't know if it's because I don't want to say that, but people say, because <laughs> people say all the time, oh, you're so pretty and you're mm-hmm. cute. And people, of course, who wouldn't want to be around you? So they say stuff like that. But I mean, you just have to support people. Nowadays, with social media, supporting is not even nothing more than retweeting, mm-hmm. reposting, or just showing up at somebody's event, even, even double tapping it. Yeah, it's support. You know what I'm saying? People see that. People see who likes their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People realize and they see who shows up at their events and who takes pictures and who shouts them out and stuff like that. Once they start seeing your face a lot, mm. you know what I'm saying? And then they know that you support, quote unquote, support by coming to the event, taking a picture, posting on Instagram, tagging them. Y'all went to such and such an event, follow them. That's kind of like the basics of support these days absolutely you know what i'm saying so once you do that and they see you do it often and then other people see you at these events and then other people see that you posted and then they want to go to the events now and it's like okay yeah she has a following she brings out people not like millions of people but you know one or two will come through because i said i'm at this event and then your crowd just grows uh, gradually as it goes along but you just gotta you got to support people. That's gotta how you support. build relationships. Got to support. And, and one other thing I'm just going to add on there is uh, be on time. Now, uh, Definitely be on time. You guys don't know this, but we had this podcast scheduled for 3 o'clock. And I think I got a call around, what, 2, something like that. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm on the way. Um, you know, I'm coming from such and such. And, um, you know, it's going to take me about an hour. So in my head, I'm thinking, all right, cool. She'll be here right at 3 o'clock. I'm not thinking anything else of it. I'm actually moving slow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> taking your yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking my time. I'm like, okay, cool. So, you know, I just left the gym. I'm going to go ahead and take a shower real quick. Then I'm like, you know, I'm going to grab me something to eat. And then it's like, okay, so, you know. You thought it's two, you had an hour. I thought I had an hour. <laughs> so it's two, it, you know, it's like 2.30 and I'm, I'm getting a call like, yo, you know, what's the gate code? And I'm like, oh, okay, word. So I'm like, I'm literally, when you call me, I'm like about to get ready to eat. And I was like, okay, I'll Aww. wait to after. So. No, I'm not trying to make you feel bad or anything like that, but I say that to say like like being on time (laughs) makes a huge difference. And it's one of those things that 
you don't forget because we're in an industry now where everybody is time late, is you know? everything yeah absolutely. because you have to realize that people schedule their day mm-hmm. especially if they take off work or if it's their off day like yeah we all like to sidebar we all like to act like we don't have a nine to five but we all do but when we take off um work or we schedule our day out for you know a series of meetings or interviews and this mm-hmm. and that if you're even 10 minutes late you throwing off somebody's whole schedule yeah absolutely you know what i'm saying so you have to be mindful of other people's time absolutely. and yours because yeah. if you have something to do you don't want things running over into the next thing because you know what i'm saying then people are waiting on you yeah. and then you waiting on people and it's like it's a mess like no i agree with you 100 percent on that and, and something else you said about the nine to five right i've definitely had this conversation before and I don't know what it is about this world of, of music, but everybody's rich ev- already. <laughs> everybody's rich already. Like, bro, like, look, if you got to get you a job to fund your career, get you a job to fund because your career. Because you have to fund your career. Yeah. Like, absolutely. you have to. Like, don't nobody have like a, you know, a, just a pool of money sitting right here. Like, you know, if you do, then by all means, you're good. To, you're a step ahead in the game. But exactly. most people don't. You know, you got to go out here and work. And it's like. I, I just see it. I see it way too often where people mm. acting like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm That's like, That's all I do. Bro, like, no, it's not. if you working at night, you working at night. I don't care. Like, just make good music. You know exactly. What I'm <laughs> That's and, it. and fund your career. You have yeah. to invest in yourself. Have to invest in yourself. So, a, as a publicist, what, what would you, besides investing in yourself, what would you consider, um, if if we can break it down in, in just a couple of things, like maybe three things that you feel that uh, every artist should be doing before they contact you. Um, before you contact me, you need to have a body of work completed. Mm. Not even the whole mixtape. You could have at least four songs for us to play with for a couple of months until you get it all together Mm -hmm. because you have to get something going. You have to get something in rotation. You have to give some type of introduction and you, I like to treat mixtapes like albums. Mm -hmm. So I like to get a six month span of where you can promote and market yourself. I believe I shouldn't even tell you all my secrets, Uh, uh, uh. but (laughs) I mean, when you have a mixtape, uh, I was just talking to one of my clients about this today. Um, to get it rolling, you should have you should have a, a release date, mm-hmm. and then you work around that, meaning that you pick at least three or four good songs that you want to rock with and make visuals to that you'll be performing. Um, that you want to uh, blast out to the DJs and stuff like that. You get you one single. Rock that for a couple months, get you a video, go on to the next mm-hmm. one, rock that out for a month or two, and then you have a release. Then you have two songs that you can perform, that your fans know, that you have videos to, and then you could gradually add the third and the fourth song into your set, and then that should rock you out for like a good eight months. Mm. And then you could start putting out something else. I mean, but if you want to put out a mixtape every week, go for it. That's you. <laughs> you know, I love that you said like having a six month cycle. Like I'm I'm um I'm a kind of old school like mentality thinking wise. And mm-hmm. so I, I understand exactly what you mean by the 
treating everything like an album and having a true cycle you know what i mean because if you don't you get into that mentality of like oh i need to move quick and it's like you're moving so quick you haven't even gave the listener a chance to you know digest the music exactly yeah i believe in um before internet music when um nobody dropped the album for two years i know right man like you knew every song on the album Mm -hmm. and you knew all the words and yep. you knew all the videos, and you knew yep. all the dance moves, and yep. then you like, okay, I want another album. But, you know, they rock out their albums for a year or two yeah. before they drop something else, or like Jay-Z did. I've been listening to American Gangsta for the past couple of days. Hey, that's, that's one, one of, of my favorite albums. the most slept on Jay-Z albums in oh my Oh, my God, so yeah. musical. I American love it. American Gangsta is, to me, like, like low-key, like, I'm, I'm a Blueprint fan. You know what I mean? Like, I'm... I'm 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 sorry. I, we should get this AC on for you. It's very hot. Okay, we gonna. And he we, got that spotlight on me too. Uh, you know something? This light had me sweating too. That shit is hot as hell. We gonna? How about that? Oh, that's even better. That's better right there. Okay, so we gonna we gonna make it work for. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we 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 tripping right now here. But um, the the Jay Z album though, like I'm a Blueprint fan. Yes, like, straight I love up, Blueprint. But, um. American Gangsta up there. And, and, like, I love Reasonable Doubt, too. But, like, truth be told, like. I like the growth in Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. He he definitely became musical. On He was already lyrical. Like, mm. yeah, bars, period. But he became musical. And he became, he became really, he became a grown man. Yeah. And it was, it was dope. It was a dope transition. But, yeah, you had Jay-Z dropping, dropping albums every summer, once a year. But you got to know that album, mm-hmm. and you got to know his artistry. Yeah, you, and it took time. Right. Now people just pumping out albums, and and they try to make it seem like that that's what you have to do, and that's not what you have to do. You don't. You, I mean, you look at the big ones. Look at Nicki. Look at Drake. Look at Ti. Look, they don't pump out albums every month. Thank you. <laughs> like no, like they don't. Like we're laughing, but you know I say that all the time. Like if you look at the people that's really selling records and really moving in the industry. They not dropping the album like every six months. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the mentality of wanting to be a CEO or a millionaire. You have mm. to think like one. You know what I'm saying? So even if you're a small time business working out of your house or you just got something small on the corner, you have to think like a millionaire in order to get to that position. You can't think like, well, I gotta do this, this, and this, and this, mm-hmm. and this, and this, and this, and this to make it work. No, take your time. It's all about timing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then with time, you learn and you get to finesse your your craft and, and work it the right way to benefit you. You don't have to rush and pump out music every two seconds. It's not going to it's not gonna make you become famous any faster. Yeah, man. I, I agree with you. Like, we could talk about that all day. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm so serious, though. It's because, like, I just, I'm not a fan of getting music that often like i know that's the climate that we're in where people feel like they have to keep dropping stuff but i'm like let me live with it like bro like yeah let it marinate let me let yeah me. and you i mean you you blog you know before yeah. so i'm sure you you get plenty of submissions and oh like my god it's like yo you just gave me one last week last week like bro like i got another album a full length album from you like and they try to big it up saying like oh yo this is my third mixtape this month really that's not nothing to brag <laughs> yeah, about I'm like, that's Dude, nothing just, to yeah. brag about, honeys. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. But that's, I mean, I don't know. Now we sound like some uh, bitter uh, old um, 
rap fans or whatever. But, right. Uh, we old school hip hop with right? it. But I mean, but some some of the old ways still work. Yeah, I think so. Some I, of the old ways still work. You can mix, you know, think, you know, the ideas together and, and make it work for you. You know, I guess at the end of the day, you have to find a formula that really works for you. Exactly. You know? Um. So, I know you gave away some of your secrets. Um. My apologies. Uh, but I did that. You good? Yeah, yeah. So if if somebody wanted to uh, contact you um, about doing PR for them, how like what is your criteria? I guess for for an artist, like because I know you can't take on everything, right? Mm-mm. And I'll let you know that's not my job. Mm. But I think, like I said, you need to have a body of work, at least four songs to work with, so I could send them out to the people that that needs to be sent out to. I don't do DJ blasts. Okay. That's not my thing, but I will send it to certain DJs that I know will, if they appreciate it, they'll rock with it and they'll support it. That's what my goal is to get support and people mm-hmm. behind you. My goal is not to promote you and just send your music to 500 DJs that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, yeah, you, you send, you're more so like, I guess you value those relationships Quality. that you have quality relationships over quantity amen amen i do value them because it it took a lot of work for me to do it and it's people don't think that going to events and talking to people and keeping in contact with people isn't work it's a lot of work that's work it's a lot of work (laughs) because people meet millions of people a day Mm -hmm. and especially at an event you know what i'm saying how many people came up to you and just been like oh hey what do you do oh i do this oh take down my number get my instagram mm-hmm. i don't leave a party with 20 numbers yeah but it's only certain people that stand out to you and those are the people that keep in contact with you and keep um building the relationship with you how do you feel about and, and you guys can't see this but i have a cd in my hand how do you feel about you know artists just handing you a cd i don't mind it okay I do mind it at festivals. I don't mind it if it's a showcase or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because even though they tell you that CDs are obsolete, that's not true. People still have CD players. There are still CD players in people's cars. Not a lot of people have CDs um, outlets in their computer. Mine doesn't. Mm-hmm. I found that all on accident. Because <laughs> I you bought a CD. You got home and then like... No, I bought a CD. Like, I was chilling on my laptop. Like, yeah, yeah, not yeah. even tripping. And then um, I had got Shanti's new record. Okay, okay. Oh, but man. I got Ashanti's new record. Ashanti. Yeah, that was like two years ago. I got Ashanti's new record. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to pop this in. Mm-hmm. I look. Ah, yeah. I don't have a CD thing. So I had to go buy an external CD drive. But, I mean, um, when it's a small situation... Not everybody could afford flash drives to be mm-hmm. given out to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, take the CD and listen to it. Stick it in your computer. Download it. If you want to upload it to your phone or upload it to your tablet or upload it to your your music device, your iPod or whatever, just do it. It's not that deep. But not at festivals, though, right? Don't give them a hard time. But festivals, no. No, not yeah. at festivals. They will be on the ground. Yeah. I, I was at uh, A3C last year, right? And... I, I literally saw this lady. There was a bunch of CDs in one of the conference rooms. I saw her rake the CDs into a trash can. Wow. And I just felt like, man, that's wow. so much money. But it was like, what else could she do? You know? Well, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, yeah, at festivals, it's just better to, I mean, if you can afford, if you want to get you a wholesale license and go buy $200 worth of flash drives and just sit on the computer and upload them all day, that's on you. Mm-hmm. But I would suggest that you just have business cards 
with your name, your contact information, and your social media handle. And if they want to look it up, they'll look it up. Mm. Don't waste your money because festivals are expensive anyway. Yeah, they are. They are. You got to pay for the the five day passes. You, if you're out of town, you got to get a hotel. You got to get a rental. You got to eat. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You might drink and find a weed man. Like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. You don't want to <laughs> yeah, yeah. print up a bunch of a thousand some CDs and just for them to end up on the ground. Like, yeah, they're going to end up on the ground in the trash cans. And, you know, you if you're lucky, you might get five to 10 percent, you know, feedback. Cover, yeah, feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're lucky. And that's really if you're My lucky. My first time at A3C, I got a backpack full of CDs all four days. Mm-hmm. Ask me how many I listen to. Probably none. Zero. Yeah. Uh, I, I Not because I wasn't interested. It's just nobody stood out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like it's, you have to make an impact on people. I mean, you ain't got to do cartwheels and dress up like a clown or anything like that. But it's just your personality and conversation, the way you talk to people. You know, just walking by somebody and passing them a CD without even saying anything to them. You just throw it in a bag. Yeah, absolutely. I, I learned my lesson the hard way, too. Because uh, the first time I was at A3C, I was just like, amp to be at a3c and being like the first time as a media outlet there mm-hmm. and so i was like oh yeah yeah you know give me and, the cds yeah and i didn't give listen to nothing them. i didn't listen to nothing and then, nobody stood out you no. wasn't looking for that one guy that was like oh my god i met this dude he gave me a cd i want to listen to it nobody everybody was just like you said like it was like hey man here you in go passing yeah, yeah. and, and I, it didn't work so like this past year what i did i had my car so i was just like hey i'm gonna be honest with you bro i'm not gonna listen to your cd but if you email me your music, I'll check it out. Exactly. Save your money because you're going to waste it. Give exactly. me your CD. Exactly. That's you know. why I say just have business cards with your contact and your email on it. Send people music. You know what I'm saying? Go through the business cards. People don't. People like go through the CDs or mm-hmm. just throw them away and just go through your business cards. Yeah. I like That's a good tip. That's a good. So you're giving away more gems, man. We're going to have to. Um... Diamond Princess over here. Hey, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you for real. So um, I guess if somebody wanted to contact you, what, what's the best way? Like, are you very active on social media or do you prefer I'm email? leery on the DMs. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like don't be sliding in her DMs. Don't, please don't to, slide in my DMs. Yeah. Talking about, hey, or yo, hey, beautiful. What's up, sexy? <laughs> That's not business introduction yeah, yeah, yeah. i would definitely ignore you and decline the message maybe even block you mm. you so uh, we'll stop it right there for a second like so look if you want her attention hey sexy is not the way to do <laughs> not it the way to go. she's probably gonna um she's gonna decline the message that's number one mm-hmm. and i guess depending on what else you see you might get the the block too right definitely. i got you i hear you not the right way to do it. It's people. a it's an era of professionalism, oh, especially yeah. when you send emails. Yo, listen to my track. My dude needs to be up there. Like, <laughs> I'm sure he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I was um I do promo for ATL, not promo. I'm a um sales rep for ATL Top Twenty. Okay. So you know they have packages mm-hmm. and they have their list of songs that's been rotating through Atlanta. Yo, my dude. Tag the dude needs to be up there, so I tagged him in the price list. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. Like that's not gonna make me be like, yo, for real. Yeah, Let me yeah. hear his music. No, that's hey, not how you do it. Cause everyone's trying to get on, you know, and it's like, uh, if you heard one story, you heard another one. Um, I, I do want to kind of go back into what you just said, though, like with the whole hey sexy thing, like being a female in a male-dominated industry. Like, how challenging is that for you right now? 
to to maintain that professionalism and separate. You should ask me how hard is it to be. And I don't want to sound arrogant or nothing, no, but no, this no. is what people tell me. So I'm just repeating what people tell me. So how hard is it to be in an industry, not only as a woman, but as a beautiful woman? There you go. So I'll ask you that. So she's for y'all that don't, she's a very attractive young lady here. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. But how difficult is it for you being a very attractive young lady in an industry where there is a bunch of men who... Okay, I'll leave it at that. I won't go. Right. Yeah, yeah. We know what they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started my blog in 2009. I was going to uh, journal- I was going to school in California, El Camino Community College, mm-hmm. for journalism. And then I started my blog because I was doing modeling also. And um, I just knew a lot of people. So I was just like, I'm just about to start my blog. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped going to school because it was in a transition to where newspapers were being obsolete. And it was a a lot of online stuff coming, online magazines, online newspapers and stuff like that. So I just kind of skirted it out. And then I started my blog and I was doing my modeling stuff along with it. And then two years into it, somebody told me. If you weren't as pretty as you were, people would take you more serious and you would be a lot further along in your Mm -hmm. career. And I was like, what? Because, like, growing up, I grew up a tomboy. Mm -hmm. I was a tomboy until the 10th grade. Like, well, as you can see now, I got on jeans and J's and, like, that's just my my everyday thing. So I was like. I always wanted those. I was mad at my mom for not giving me those. These breads, bread 11s. I was, um, I was like, not, I don't look at myself like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was just like, whatever I do what I do. I wear my jeans, my tennis shoes, whatever. I was like, what pretty, what do you mean? If I wasn't attractive, I'd mm-hmm. be a lot like people would take you more serious. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. That's yeah. a fucked up thing to say. Yeah. No, I hear you. But, yeah. I, but if, as the time went on, I saw that like. I would go to meetings and people would talk about taking me out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, what's up with you? You got a boyfriend. Like I'm here to talk business, and then I have to, and then I have to put my, you know what I'm saying, bitch face on mm-hmm. and like, yo, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they don't take you serious until you start acting real tough, and then you're called a bitch. And I'd rather be called a bitch than you, than you not take me serious. Yeah. Call yeah. me a bitch and take me serious versus you think I'm pretty, not taking me serious, mm-hmm. and I'm being all nice and try to, you know, not be mean to you. Like, yeah. fuck all that. I'll be an asshole for you to take me serious. You know no, what I'm saying? So. You know, that, that's, um, it's a serious topic because, like, I, I, I deal with. Let um, me see that CD. What's this one here? He ain't going to turn the air on, y'all. <laughs> you just going to make me sweat. I got you. We could we could pause and I can cut the air on for her. I want to. Oh, I thought she. Okay, look, look, look. I'm look. using that as a fan. Yo, I, I thought wanna, she I wanted to see who, this, who mm-hmm. this artist was like. And, and truth be told, you don't have to say the artist's name because honestly, they it's handed me backwards. that CD and I didn't even flinch to try to listen to it. It was just kind of like the wrong presentation, like you said, and it was in passing, it's and I didn't really know who he was. But and it's a it's a double disc, which I I thought that was innovative, but at well, the same time, ahead, like Tupac and Biggie, bro, like <laughs> you want me to listen to all thirty six of these records, bro? Like, 
I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen, man. I'm not trying to be funny, bro, but I don't know you, and you want me to listen to 36 oh, songs. Oh, all eyes on me. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's a trip. <laughs> so look, this is what we're going to do right now. You guys won't notice, but we're going to pause for a second. I'm going to go and cut this air on because I don't want her to be hot. I, she, I'm melting. I want her to be welcome, and we're in my home, so I don't want her to be like, oh, hide and leave here and then tell people like, yo, whenever you go over to Jay Good House to do interviews, just know you better bring your fan because you're going to have it hot in here. So pause for a second. We'll be right back. So I figured right now would be a good time to tell you guys about Raps and Hustle. Um, dot com. They they are a premier entertainment website uh, geared to shaping um, culture. Um, and, and what you should do right now, um, actually, is go to Raps and Hustle. Uh, dot com. So that's R A P S A N D H U S T E S. dot com. Um, go there. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, and let them know that, that we sent you there, man. You should go there. Also, subscribe to their YouTube page. Uh, there's a lot of cool things that they're doing over there, man. And if you need video and uh, some other services that they provide, make sure you contact them directly. Uh, but most importantly, let them know that Straight Out the Den sent you. Once again, that's rapsandhustles.com. Uh, that's R-A-P-S-A-N-D-H-U-S-T-L-E-S. Dot com. Make sure you check them out everywhere that Rap and Hustle um, is located. Uh, now back to the show. So, yeah, we back. Um, we busy. AC on, water in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so we good to go now. I forgot what we were talking about. You we're just talking about me being a woman in the industry. Okay. And you said it was a very serious topic. Absolutely. Thank you, by the way, for remembering that. But it is a very serious topic. Like, I work with uh, different um, female artists, and we've experienced the same thing. Like, you know, we'll walk into buildings and... You know, the first thing is like, man, Charlotte look good. Instead of like, you don't even listen to nothing. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, it it is difficult. This one guy was in yeah. my DM asked me to listen to his music. And I was like, first of all, your page is private. And then we get into conversation and you're automatically calling me bae. Like, when did I become your bae? Like, yeah. you, what? That's. No, yeah. that's not how you do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it happens. And, and, you know, you, you really, it's sad, though, because as a female, you got to, like, you have to set that standard up front. You do have to set the standard. You know, you have to set that standard up front. If you don't, then it, it'll take you down a wormhole or something else. So, uh, But, you know, there's some good people out here, too. So, over um, the time, I got my respect. Like, yeah, she yeah. bought her business. And that makes me feel good because I don't have to sleep with, flirt with, mm-hmm suck off nobody to build the relationships that I've built. That you got, yeah. And it, it's genuine so I at that point. take pride in that. Absolutely. Because, like, now we, we got to be honest and say there's plenty of people that are doing that oh, to, yeah. you know, get to the top. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's male and female. Like, we'll keep it all the way funky. That's out here if y'all very wanna, true. Yeah, so I, I definitely get it. Um, what, where else do we need to go? I, I'm just trying to figure out what... We need to go everywhere. Go everywhere. All right. So we, um, you right now, you, you started jmichelle.com. Yeah. And what was the, I don't know if we caught, like, what was the, the reason for the um, the move from UNI Hip Hop to jmichelle.com? I've been doing UNI Hip Hop since 2009. Okay. 2009. There's no and in 2009. <laughs> since 2009. <laughs> Excuse my grammar. But, um, yeah, so it's just been a, a very long journey. Mm-hmm. And I I would say that I used to hide behind it because I was 
because I am pretty mm-hmm. and people made me feel insecure about that. And okay. I was like, well, I don't want to be out here and make it seem like I'm just trying to be a groupie or da 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 da. So I'm going to build this whole little hip hop website thing because it wasn't cool for girls to do hip hop websites. Mm-hmm. It was just me and probably Karen Civil and yeah. some and nobody else, mm-hmm. but nobody knows me. So um, I, I was know you. like. <laughs> Like, I can't like, just let you like go past that like nobody. I'm famous. Okay, this girl, I got you. This girl yeah. has a school. Do you know that? Say that again. She 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 has a school. No, I didn't that know she that. She started in Haiti. I think. Oh, you, I did hear something like yeah. that. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Was yeah. Like, Damn man. Hey, hey, she working. She out here working. Go, girl. For real. Yeah, for real. Not, but um. Yeah, what was I saying? No, you were just saying like uh, you wanted to, you were hiding behind. Oh yeah, yeah. I was hiding behind you on our hip hop because I didn't want to be that girl. Okay. Um, I wanted to. I wanted my company to be taken serious. So, like we already talked about, women don't get taken seriously mm-hmm. in the hip hop industry, especially back in two thousand and nine. So I was just like, okay, you and I, hip hop. This is what it is. I don't want nobody to know. I own it. I don't want nobody to know it's me. I had um, employees working for me. Mm-hmm. I had um, sales reps and promoters that were that I would pay to um, tweet for me, go out to events with me, mm-hmm. and just talk. And then I just like fall back. And then um, I got to Atlanta. Well, I did the radio show in L.A. And they gave me a spinoff show out here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So then um, I had my friend Melissa from New York. She was my co-host. And um, she did a lot of the the content on youandihiphop.com. And she just recently moved back to New York. Okay. She was already doing radio out there, and she was already a blogger out there. And then when she left, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the face of it. It's my name. I'm genu- genuinely running everything anyway. Mm-hmm. So just drop all that. Ain't no hiding behind nothing. Just step out. Because I am pretty shy. People don't know that. I wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I got you. But, you know, in certain situations, I'm very shy. That's another reason why I just want to be in the background and I didn't Mm want to be the forefront of it. Because people used to tell me all the time, like, you should be the face of your company. I'd be like, no, are you crazy? It's it's one of those things, um, because you're saying that, and I see a a little bit of myself in in what you're saying, though, because, like, I'm a... Most people would think that I'm very, you know extroverted right mm-hmm. like but you're an introvert i am i'm yeah. really i'm an introvert me too. I, I really I'm a like cancer. this I, me too that's what it is oh, okay your yeah. birthday 22nd i'm on the cups shut up that's my birthday there you go <laughs> my birthday july 22nd too no mine's june 22nd oh june 22nd oh, you're a june cancer yeah see I there you go july see? Cancer. so we're, we're we're a month apart july but cancers are i'm so i'm like a Gemini, Gemini on some days. And I'm a Leo Cancer. There you go. So yeah. it's, it's it's like, but at the same point, we both have that, like, we really are introverted and don't really want to be around. When we're out in public, people. we're turned on. Yeah. Not turned on like that. We mm-hmm. turn on. But when it's home life and you're at home, very Chill. in your space and absolutely curled up in a corner reading something or doing something. Absolutely. Like, it's like, so. the, way I, the way I look at it is like when it's dealing with music, 
Oh, we can talk all day. Yeah. We can talk all day. Anything outside of music, I'm like, all, all right, right, bro. Mm, like, like cool. family and friends. How you feeling today? Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah, family and friends, <laughs> I don't really want to talk that much. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I really thought your birthday was June 22nd. We was about to, like, go ahead nah, and set we up a birthday to, celebration. We turn up, yeah, but we nah, about to do. It's, it's all good. It's a month away. We still cancel. We of share course. that. That's cool. We don't. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's like I don't want to hide behind that no more. Gotcha. So I was just like, go ahead and step out to it. Because I, I try to stay um, very humble. I think that's important. I don't want anyone to um, assume, what they assume already, mm-hmm. that I'm cocky or I'm arrogant or I think I'm all that or I feel like I'm the shit. But you know what? In order for me to be successful, I can't stand in my own way because of what other people going to think. Absolutely. So it's jmichelle.com now. Boom. You, I did, still have you, you and I media group. That's did my. Did you see that drop though? Like you trying to rush past that. You was like, <laughs> <laughs> that we're gonna here. Here's what what's gonna happen, right? Uh, that's around the thirty six minute mark. Well, thirty eight minute mark, and that might change after I do some uh, another intro, or whatever. Find that audio strip. That that's your uh, walking. Um, what do you call it? That's your drop. Boom. It was like some some some. But now it's jmichelle.com. Boom. That's it. That's it. Use that. That's jmichelle.com. There you go. That's yours. You got it. I still have, um, I, I'm under UNI Media Group because mm-hmm. I made UNI Media Group um, a corporation. Mm-hmm. So it was a sole proprietorship at first, but now it's a corp. Um, so if that's another thing. Y'all need to get, get y'all need to own y'all names. Own it. It don't cost nothing but $125. That's it. That's it. And it just went up. It used so to be So skip them now. pair of J's. Go on your name. Mm-hmm. And on your music, you could put 30-something songs under one copyright. That don't cost nothing either. You could do it online. Print out the paper. You ain't got a printer. That's $45 at a Walmart. Or you can go down to FedEx Kinko's and print it out for five cents. So you're talking about talk right now, man. It's It's so much. You hear that so many times about people. Man, I don't have the budget. And they be fresh in the studio. Like, bro, you got on, like, J's. You got on, you know, whatever new jeans it is. I don't know where all the jeans. You got all this stuff, but you can't, you know, invest, like, three use 300 of that dollars and, and go and do what you need to do. Yes. I was talking to my little brother. Mm-hmm. He raps. Okay. Okay. Um, in, L- in L.A. And he just got signed to a publishing something with SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And I was, he was like, I want to come to Atlanta. I was like, all right, come to Atlanta. You can stay with me. I'll show you around, mm-hmm. show you where you need to perform and all that stuff. How much is a ticket? I said, a round trip probably cost you about $300. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to find a hookup. I said, listen, don't do that. <laughs> he said, what, sis? What? I said, listen, bruh, all mm-hmm. the shit you be buying and paying for, mm-hmm. you can get your ass a ticket to come to Atlanta. Don't play with me. Because yeah. he know I'll go in on him. That's good. Yeah. yeah like, good. invest in yourself. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, Especially if you got same. a team that's rocking with you. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do. No, I, I feel you on that. Like, I, I've never been a fan of just that, that kind of talk where you say you want to do something, but you can't do it because you don't have the money. Because you want the hookup. Yeah. It's like, man, you got to pay for something. You got to pay for something. And I think that the word budget scares mm-hmm. artists. So I will say that you don't have to have a set budget. Okay. Have the money to pay for what you need to pay for when you need to pay for it. Okay. How about that? Change the wording around. Yeah. So if you need a photo shoot, pay for your photo shoot. Ask the man how much it is. Don't ask for a hookup off top. Mm -hmm. How much are you going to charge me for two to three looks? That's how photographers work. A look is an outfit. Mm -hmm. If you want to change your outfit, that is another look. So ask them 
How much for each look? How much for two? What do you have any packages? All right. Add do what you can pay for. Yeah. Don't try to get five looks and be like, well, I could I could give you two hundred dollars. No, you just get two looks. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. So when you need another two, then you go get another photo shoot. Mm-hmm. If you want some studio time, you ask them how much it is. Pay for what you can pay for. Absolutely. That's your budget. Absolutely. Don't try to get the hook up all the no. time. No. Don't ask me to, to be on, on my website. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, all right, I'll give you twenty five dollars to post it if you want me to promote it for the mm-hmm. week is fifty. Okay. Well, how about no, how about nothing? How about <laughs> what's the PayPal? Yeah. Here you go. There Send you go. it. And and you off. Like you won't have no problems if you do that. You're trying to get more for less. Mm-hmm. Get what you can pay for. Yeah. Now I, I will say I'm cool with um I understand like the bargain whole thing, but like you gotta have some type of value. A lot of people out here try to bargain with people and don't have any value. You know what I mean? It's like if you asking me to hook you up with something and you're not even presenting anything in return, it's kinda like what what do you want me to do? That sounds like I'm helping you and I'm and not getting not anything from me. it. Yeah. Exactly. I've had relationships with certain bloggers and I've come to their events and they've come to my events mm-hmm. and we supported each other. And so if I ask for a favor, I can get your music on the site for the low. Mm-hmm. I could probably get it up there for free. But if you ask, they're going to charge you because you don't have that relationship with that person. That's mm-hmm. why it's important to build and maintain relationships. Also, when you have management and PR, um, they can introduce you to people, but it's not their job to maintain that relationship. It's your job to maintain that relationship. I can introduce you, mm-hmm. but how far it goes is up to you. Absolutely. Um, let's talk a little bit about the radio show. Um, cause I, I, I didn't get a chance to hear any other radio show, um, prior to you, um, Aww. stopping it. So what, what was the, uh, the premise of the show and, and um, give us the, the rundown on that. Well, the show was live. Okay. So that's probably why you didn't get a chance to hear it. Oh, that, that was um, good, yeah. yeah, it was live. I still have some files. Um, I could upload them or I could send them to you, but it was definitely live. I, it was two hours. Um, I did an intro, um, we talked about what we did that week, the events that was going on for the week. Um, Melissa went into life topics. Um, she'll have a topic. We discuss it. Um, play music. I did my topic, which was entertainment news. And we talked about that Played music and we had guests on the show. Okay. I had, um, Jay Tez. Of Oomp Camp. Mm-hmm. I had a uh, Scotty ATL. Shout out to Scotty. Johnny Cinco. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben We Trust. And uh, Kurt were on. My girl Shalon with Reveal Magazine was on. Um, Chameleon was on. She's on the ATL Top 20 pop charts this week and okay. last week. Um, who else? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. There, we did it um, for like six months, so. Was there like a memorable um, interview that really stood out for you? A memorable interview. Um, we had fun with Scotty. We had fun with um, with uh, Johnny Cinco. Mm. He's very animated. Um, uh, Scotty, yeah, I said Scotty J says, uh, loved Chameleon. Um, we've had a good time with almost everybody because it wasn't really a set interview. 
Yeah. It was like conversation. conversation yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? So we had a good time with a lot of people. Uh, ben really opened up. We was in a car accident and mm-hmm. was in a hospital and stuff like that. So it's like, it was fun. I had a good time yep. all the way around. We're going to work on that. I, I was faded most of the time. We need to get that back. We need yeah. to get that back. We, that, that's some um, behind the scenes stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But we're going to we working on something. She got to get that back. Back yes. going. Yeah. Jay Good going to be with me. Yeah. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. my coast. Yeah. I'm down. I'm, I, I love. I kind of got into this radio world like by by chance i guess you can mm-hmm. say like i was doing the podcast because the podcast used to be something completely different it wasn't like an indie um advice type podcast it was mm-hmm. literally me having sessions with artists and mm-hmm. then i was like man we we had these dope conversations like man we should have been recording this yeah and so that's how it kind of started that and yeah. i was listening to like one up um podcast and i was like man it'll be dope to do that like down here though for like underground artists type mm-hmm. thing div so, was on the show too yeah oh div div mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's how it's crazy that's how i met div div sent me some music and i was like man i need to bring this guy in and have a yes. conversation so he has he does yeah. the best interview yeah div is so open and, and, and like transparent it's crazy yeah. like on his interview so that's my that's my jameson partner oh man okay Look, we love jameson. jameson and ginger or just jameson. jameson no he like it neat though right he drinks yes. yeah, yeah, yeah we drink it straight out the bottle yeah that's that's div for shout you shout out right to there. jameson if you want to <laughs> holler at us <laughs> get this sponsorship going right Right, yeah. if you want to holler at us. But that's how it happened, you know. Just um, and what's crazy is the the good Hennessy show that I was telling mm-hmm. you about. Um, the owner of Live Hip Hop Daily was listening to my interviews on the podcast and was like, "Man, have you ever thought about like doing online radio, like live?" Yeah. And I was like, "I ain't never thought about it, but right. you know, let's do it, let's run it." And that was a year ago, like well, sixteen months. Yeah, almost in a, LA. Yeah. I I went through a couple radio shows. Because um, I wasn't, I guess they didn't really, uh, well, one person didn't like me on another show. So mm-hmm. I got kicked off of that show. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I co-hosted and I co and I was a guest on a, on a few of them out there, especially um, Homegrown Radio. Shout out to Chuck Dizzle and DJ Head okay. out there in Cali on The Real um, with Big Boy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I've been doing it for a long time. And then when I went to the social hour, so social, that's the radio show where it's on at uh, Live 365, I was in Hooters with my homegirl. Mm-hmm. And this guy was trying to talk to me. And she was like, go over there. I was like, I don't yeah. want to go over there. Girl, I want to go over there. I'm good. She was yeah, like, yeah. go over there. So I ended up going over there. And his friends mm-hmm. end up being the guy so social. And me and him went to Gardena together. And it just so happened his co-host was out of town because he asked me what I've been up to. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, something about radio came up. And he was like, oh, my co-host is out of town for two weeks. Would you come on the show? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come on the show. Yeah, that's then dope. I ended up being a fixture on it. Mm-hmm. And I was there. And I had already planned to move to Atlanta, so I only was on there for six months. Gotcha. And then I came here and I, I got the show together. That's dope, man. That's dope. I feel like we we went over a lot of stuff. I, I probably could talk to you for a long time, like, but I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, my stomach been over here growling like Aww, a mug. I'm hungry. <laughs> for real. So look, before uh-huh. we before we get out of here, is there anything else you want to share with the people? Um, final words, so to speak. Um, do y'all shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. don't make no excuses. You don't have the money. You don't have the resources. Get out and meet people. That's all you have to do. Be consistent. I like that. 
Be consistent. Be true to yourself. Don't try to be like nobody. We got Young Thug. We got Rich Homies. Can you repeat that again? We got Young Thugs. (laughs) (laughs) We got Rich Homies. We got Jay-Z's. We got Tupac's. We got T.I.'s. Like, just do you. You have to realize that everybody that's on right now, nobody ever sounded like them before. Except for Designer. But that's another story. Did you see... Okay, this... You just said that. Did you see the... there's like uh, this white lady and this white guy playing like the guitar. Yeah. And uh, they're playing Panda. Have uh-huh. you seen that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. I just seen these two Asian kids do this dope ass dance step off of it. No, check this out. I was like, wow. What we're not going to do is leave this podcast without you seeing this. You got to see this video. Yeah. I'm so play this just for be you. yourself, be original. Like, if you got to sound like somebody else, then start from scratch. Start from scratch. Go back to the drawing board and find your confidence. I don't know what's going on. Okay, here goes my face. Show me video, these white people. I'm definitely showing you this video. Like, <laughs> you got to see this. Hold on. Okay. I got it right here. <laughs> wow. Is that the? Is that really the words? Those are the words. She sound like a soda commercial. <laughs> what? Are they on Ellen? I don't know where they are. <laughs> they done turned Panda into a folk song. Yo, somebody sent me this and I kid you not, wow. it had me bawling. Like, That's hilarious. Panda, I mean, Panda like Panda. number... Panda. It was like number... F- it might be number four Panda. on Billboard right Panda. now. Panda. Oh. Yeah, hey. Well, shout out to designer. Shout out you designer, go, man. boy. I want to know what the next single gonna sound like. I want to know what he sounds like. I need to go. Li- There's a mixtape on my on my on my blog right now, mm-hmm. and it's a song by designer, and I'm meant to listen to it because I want to see if his voice is different. Yeah, or I, I want to know. You know, too. sometimes you just come up with songs and they just happen to sound like some, but that's not really how you sound. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to hear other songs see if he really sound like that. Yeah, because right now I I don't know how long he's gonna be in business sounding like Future. And then I heard he had the next song that he he performed another record that South by, uh, and the title was called Pluto. All come on, no bro. jokes. Come on, bro. So, I don't know, man. Shout out to Designer, man. I ain't mad at you, man. Go ahead and keep doing I mean, your you thing, could, man. If you could do it. If they accept it. These yeah. accept anything. They accept anything. Right now, he got... I would be upset if this record reached number one, and I don't think Future ever had a number one. That would make me Future upset. Future just drops mixtapes every six months. Every three months. And if y'all don't understand why she just said that, rewind in the conversation and you'll get the context of that whole thing right there. I think that's it. We we good. We good for right now. We good. Bye guys. Follow me on Instagram, jmichelle22, and it's an E, not a Y. There you go. And um, hey, you can follow me on all things social media. My uh, everything is straight out the den. S T R the number eight O U T D A D E N. Word. Um, yeah. Oh, and like I always say, if you got a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. With that being said, I'm Jay Gutter, straight out of den. She's Jay Michelle. We out. I'm Is.